0: A Monday morning and you know what that means dreamers welcome to an episode of Dawes does Disney coming to you from the isolation station of love it's me it's the Dawes it's Landon and, and I'm joined as always by my co-host my tag team partner you know her you love her she is the rising star in the podcast world catch her wherever you find your podcast adventures with steppers nailed it for the first time it's steppers steppers welcome aboard Ooh. hope you're having a good Monday You doing okay
1: Oh, you know, living the dream out here in the fake fall of North Carolina. It's fine. We're getting mid-80s this later this week, and uh-huh. um, I'm mad.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mid-80s, lower 80s, excuse me, in East Tennessee here. It is fall, but apparently only on the calendar because Mother Nature is not participating so far.
1: Not at all, and I get cranky in the heat, so uh, good luck to everyone who comes in contact with me.
0: Well, on that hot note, why don't we get into the latest happenings from the House of the Mouse down in Orlando, Florida. Walt Disney World uh, still celebrating their 50th anniversary, but it seems news-wise, it's gonna be another Genie Plus episode because we finally got the details. A, when Genie Plus is launching and B, actually how Genie Plus and the Lightning Lanes will work. Got that news, got a little bit of photo pass news and a return of something that everybody seems to be a fan of and something that is part of my park going experience, but we'll get to that. Let's off the top rope, let's get into the Genie Plus conversation because Disney announced uh, this past week that that Genie Plus services will launch on October 19th at the Walt Disney World Resort. And uh, if you, have forgotten question mark what genie plus is it's kind of the replacement to the fast pass system that we had in the past but uh now there is a pay to play option we got the list of what attractions will be on the genie plus Side, and then what will be behind the individual lightning lane selection where you have to pay for those attractions? Only two attractions at all four of the parks will be on the individual lightning lane selection, with the rest being in the Genie Plus pool. Uh, but we also found out that there will be no rerides through the Genie Plus uh attractions, whether it be the pay side or the uh, well, it, it, it's not. It's not a free service. You're having to put skin in the game, so to speak, whatever you're doing, but uh, there will be no re-rides, whether it be the pay extra to ride something like Space Mountain and the Seven Dwarves Mine, uh, or the, you know, just general pool, the general pop, as the kids might say. Staffers. um, Me. That's me. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that is you. Uh, Thoughts on what we've discovered and been told about Genie+, Plus, knowing when it's coming and knowing what to expect?
1: Okay, so this is my thing. I'm sure every single other person in the in the community, unless you've just been on top of the Genie Plus Lightning Lane situation, forgot about the, you know, the nitty gritty of it all because I they like release the rides and then they release times and prices and my brain hurt. And I was like, what's Genie Plus again? Don't laugh at me. I, I'm ashamed as well. Um. So Genie Plus, wait—it's Genie, the free itinerary, and Genie Plus are launching on the nineteenth, right? Is that yes? What that's that's my
0: understanding. The free itinerary planner, and then the uh, fifteen dollars per person per day fast pass Bang. substitute thingamajigger,
1: thingamajigger. All right, so. Where do I even begin with this? <laughs> There's just so much information. I will, I'm going to reiterate that Disney Resort Hotel Guests and APs will get to select their first Lightning Lane attraction at 7 a.m. Disney Resort Hotel Guests will also get to pre-purchase their first top-tier ride at 7 a.m. as well. Off-site guests and regular ticket pass holders will have to wait until the park opens. So they're trying to Give you incentive to stay on property. Cool, I guess.
0: I mean, it, it, it makes sense. You're you're already ponying up to stay on resort, and we've seen them uh, introduce early magic time or magic hours, whatever they want to call it, where uh I think it's magic hours. Yeah, that thing where, where you can get in the park early and some of them uh have extended hours after the fact. So uh, I'm I'm fine with them returning and giving more incentive to stay on property because uh after the world caught fire they took a lot of those uh bonuses and perks away so
1: you would be correct and then the price range for the lightning lane which is like the Super popular rides, which get we'll house. get into that, because I have some, uh, <laughs> I have some thoughts on what they consider uh, super popular rides. That'll range seven to fifteen dollars. It depends on when you go. And then they gave examples. You can check out Disney Parks blog. I that was that was a whole another thing. And then Genie Plus is fifteen dollars per person per day. However, it also goes. With a park hopper ticket so like you can park hop with your genie plus and you're eligible to use it at the other park you hop to but you can only hold one genie plus tickety thing return time thing at a time
0: that's good to know that's good to know
1: and then the lightning lane you can only hold you can only do two per day
0: does uh, and I'm I'm assuming that's even if you do park hop, for example, you do the two in Animal Kingdom, and then you you and your party decides to hop over to the Magic Kingdom, you wouldn't be eligible to uh Lightning Lane up some Seven Dwarves Mine.
1: That is my understanding. What the the wording that Disney uses, it says per person per day versus per park.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: So there's no real. Genie Plus, yes, you can use it to park hop. I'm assuming Lightning Lane you can, but if you already use your two at, like, Epcot, you can't hop to, like, Hollywood Studios and try to use, like, another two. I'm pretty sure you would have to do one at at Epcot, one Hollywood Studios. Someone will fact check us. I already know. (laughs)
0: 1,000% correct. People love listening to podcasts. People really love correcting podcasters, So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, let's break down these these rides. All right, well, at least they have Magic Kingdom at the top of this list.
0: Yep, and uh, your <laughs> two individual Lightning Lane selections... One is no surprise to anybody else. The other is kind of all right. If you think about it, it, makes sense. We got Seven Dwarves Mine Train and Space Mountain being the individual Lightning Lane selections for the most magical place on Earth. Uh, that means stuff like Big Thunder Mountain, Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, Splash Mountain, uh, stuff like that. That is going to be available in the uh, general population, so to speak, where uh, you don't have to Genie pay Plus. extra in the for the Genie Plus. Uh, Stuff on that, yeah. So,
1: the only... I don't think I have any beef with this uh, Lightning Lane and ride selection that they did. I think these make the most sense because the other rides that are listed under the Genie Plus section, yes, they can get busy, but you you typically can get a lull where it's a reasonable wait mm-hmm. time. Yes. The, the other ones that I'm thinking of are like, Pirates can get be long. Uh, Small world can be long, and Jungle Peter Pan can, can be long.
0: Uh, can get long. And
1: Jungle Cruise. Yeah. But is it worth the one the one ride? You know, the Lightning Lane pass. Don't think so. I think yeah. I think they did well with picking it as a Genie Plus option. Oh man. Yeah. Have, so then we move. Yeah. Then just we move on down the list to Epcot. These. Honestly, it shows how the amount of rides that they have at this park. The individual lightning lane, which is the a la carte, which ranges from 7 to $15, is Frozen Ever After and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. I am not shocked at all.
0: The, the only other ride that really could have been put in the a la carte lightning lane is Soarin'. And I like honestly, if I had to bet money before this announcement came out, I would have said Frozen and I would have said sorin would have been your Lightning Lane attractions. But I guess with Remy being the uh, the new hotness at Epcot, and that's going to be the uh, highly coveted ride while you're there. I guess that makes sense, though. I am curious, in the future, after the quote-unquote newness wears off of Remy, if it's going to stay in that a la carte range.
1: Well, my thing is, is Remy's is a virtual, well, I think they started standby. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know remember yeah. where I read that, but mm-hmm. they have virtual queue. And I think that they're catering that kind of correlation because I say I don't have a park pass for Epcot, but I still want to get on Remy's and guarantee my spot. I think that is where they're going with that. So you can pay to play or you can stress yourself out at 7 a.m. and search your park passes type of thing. I think they're trying to cater more to their park hopping people. I respect the hustle. I it's
0: fine.
1: I also think Test Track would have been a good candidate because Test Track mm-hmm. can get long yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, I know I said Soren, but if I'm being more accurate, probably Test Track w- would have been in that conversation too. But I mean, like looking at the other uh, Genie Plus attractions, There's nothing else. You don't need them. No, it's like, I love living with the land as much as anybody, but that is not an attraction. I feel the need to pay seven to $15 for, because you can just generally freaking walk on living with the land.
1: So that's my thing. I think I, if I had an Epcot day, I would ensure that I'm park hopping to really utilize the genie plus part. If I, if the lines and weights aren't that long for like Test Track and Soarin' and all that other jazz, but they're long for the top two rides, like, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't mind doing the Lightning Lane for the one day just to make sure I get on these rides and then call it a day.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, honestly, looking at the attraction uh, list for Epcot, and we'll get into this on another another, uh, park, I really don't know if it's worth your money to invest in the, $15 for Genie Plus. And then, oh, by the way, if you want to ensure you're getting on Frozen and Remy, you're looking at another 14 to 30 bucks. I don't know if it's worth that. And that's per person as well.
1: Correct. So my thing is, is I hate waiting in lines. So I can, (laughs) like, I enjoy getting a return time, especially if it's a busy ride and you know that the weights aren't really going to go down at any part of the day. So in my head what would make sense to me is to do the a la carte lightning lane, do it for either frozen or Remy's. This is if you're doing a park hopper day and hope your return time is before two o'clock. That's the other problem that I can foresee is that you buy it right when the park opens and then your return time isn't until like four o'clock and then you're screwed. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, Oh yeah. That, I,
0: that would, that would be brutal.
1: That. That is my main concern with this is that if you want to park hop and you purchase it, but the earliest return time you have is after you can park hop and you're planning to go to you know, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, wherever you may be. That That's my main concern with this. But if this is an ideal situation, I would buy Lightning Lane and use it for like Remy's and then use my second lightning lane, since you only get two per day, for like, like rides to make sure mm-hmm. that I get the, the top two rides out of the way and my trip is set. The rest of it, like Genie Plus, unless the waits are like 75 minutes per ride, I'm not wasting my money. Mu- no. It's not a thing I'm going to do. No. Like, it- mm, no, just no. Yeah, because I don't think.
0: I, he- I mean, like, I, I, love, I love the good old Epcot ball and Spaceship Earth, but. Generally, it's like okay, I'm gonna wait what fifteen to twenty five minutes to get in Spaceship Earth. I will say, I, I'd rather, I'd rather do that. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to uh, dropping extra Disney dollary dues. Uh, then we're moving over to Disney's Hollywood Studio. Mm. You, you already uh. mentioned Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. To the shock of no one, is in the a la carte Lightning Lane selection, but. Kind of a surprise, the other Hollywood selection, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Why? Over Slinky Dog. Why? I'm asking that same question too, because I love Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I think this is the best use that they've found for the new animation style for Mickey and Mm -hmm. Friends. But over Slinky Dog, a ride that generally always has a very very long wait
1: yeah Mickey and Minnie's, you typically can get away with a lower wait time mm-hmm. number one number two the only reason why i could think this is just me speculating think that they did Mickey and minis instead of slinky dog is one it's newer and two the the line goes very far out into like the the like in front of the theater like it it kind of fills up that whole section yeah so maybe they're trying to do a line control situation i honestly i, I don't know if that would really make a difference because not everyone's gonna pay for this so your line is still gonna go out in the sun I, slinky dog would have been the better in my opinion slinky dog definitely would have been the, a better option maybe they had a reason for this
0: well the reason is money Steffers but uh but you talking uh, talking online control the line for Slinky can get kind of out of hand too like wrapped all the way through Toy Story Land out past you know where giant Woody is um so I'm re- I'm really surprised by the way I do want to point out uh shows are included in the genie plus uh selection so stuff like uh the frozen sing-along and the returning Indiana Jones uh December 19th is when it's coming back that stuff can be selected for the genie plus as well but uh I'm really surprised they, they didn't go slinky here uh yeah, maybe, maybe it's similar to the uh, selection of Remy in Epcot. It is the new hotness, so to speak. And maybe once the newness wears off, they'll shift something around. Uh, and I'm curious how fluid of a situation th- this whole Genie Plus and Lightning Lane stuff is going to be. Uh, because we've already said it before, there are no re-rides. But I feel like it, if enough people complain will not complain, mention that they think re-ride should be available, maybe in the future they'll reverse course. Obviously right now they're not going to, but I am curious how fluid of a situation Genie Plus is going to be as opposed to like, is this set in stone? Uh, so say it's the mouse type thing.
1: Uh, let's run down Animal Kingdom and then I have a thought
0: Okay. pertaining right.
1: to Genie Plus and this Lightning Lane situation. Well, it mostly will pertain to Genie Plus. But in Animal Kingdom, these make sense. However, that goes to your fluidity point. Lightning lane selections are Flight of Passage, no shock there. Yep. And Mm -hmm. Everest, also no shock there. The only other thing I would think is like the Safari, because that also can get a really long wait.
0: God can, especially when there are animals on the road.
1: Exactly, (laughs) which you've experienced. Oh, God. My question in terms of the fluidity is Expedition Everest is going down for maintenance. Mm Mm-hmm. For a very long while, so you're only going to have one option for Animal Kingdom? I don't, maybe this is one of those, like, branding set in stone things that they just have to, I, I don't know. I, I can't, they announced it before the maintenance is happening, but they're not really saying they're going to replace it with anything. What else would they replace it with when everything else is at the bottom of the list? I don't know.
0: I mean, I, I think I think you nailed the only other attraction or ride that they could replace it with is the, is the Safari. So I am curious if the Safari will go up to the a la carte as opposed to just the general population for the Genie Plus element. Because, I mean... Otherwise, you're just going to have one pay to play attraction in Animal Kingdom. And I feel like Disney's going to figure they're leaving money on the table. So they want to get said money on the table. And again, I'm going to say what I said about Epcot. I. Mm. I feel like you would have a hard time justifying the money for Genie Plus in Animal Kingdom, unless you just really want to guarantee uh, your spot on Flight of Passage. But again, this is $15 per person. Then you're looking at another 7 to $15 to get on Flight of Passage, where it's like, for the most part, other than the safari, all the other attractions are generally very short wait to a walk-on, with the exception maybe of the celebration of the Festival of the Lion King.
1: Um, which will actually segue into my point that I was actually going to make meet and greets which we'll talk about here in a second i think at some point maybe (laughs) will they be adding meet and greets as a genie plus pay to play type of thing
0: because i know i know in the Hmm. before time with fast pass there were the uh, there was the option to book a fast pass time to go meet mickey and minnie uh in their safari get up in animal kingdom so i am curious if that's going to be added because uh uh the character meet and greets are coming back, but it's gonna be kind of kind of at, at a distance. Uh still not the time for hugs and autographs from your favorite characters, but we're getting some sort of return with the uh distanced character meetings. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do get added to the uh to the genie plus element, because I mean I'm not gonna say I wouldn't be surprised if we do get some return to uh, kind of what we had in the past with uh, fast passes uh, for the character meet and greets. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the characters' uh, interactions and meetings coming back. And we already did mention as well on December 19th, the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular will be returning to Hollywood Studios Uh Excited that that's coming back, uh, not only for guests, but also for the cast members that work that show as well. So uh, exciting to see some normal start to come back. Uh, clearly, we're still in kind of this whole pandemic thing, but uh, I'm glad that uh, character meet and greets and indie is coming back.
1: I haven't seen the indie show, or maybe I have, and it was years ago. I honestly, I'm going to say I haven't seen it. But there are more performers coming back in general to mm-hmm. uh, Walt Disney World Resort, so I'm excited. Just for people to get their jobs, back, Amen. Like you said yeah. because mm-hmm. it's it's been a tough one here, and I'm I'm just I love the Cavalcades, and I'm glad that they're they have some characters here and there, but. Get those performers. They they really add a lot to the ambiance and like the overall experience of going to the parks, especially really do, in yeah. in like Epcot. Oh
0: you yeah, know, mm-hmm. I just drummers are coming back to the uh, to the uh, Japanese uh, pavilion as well. So mm-hmm. so I, I'm 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 excited that they're coming back and they really do add to the atmosphere, the ambiance, as you said, of the uh, general atmosphere in the park. I'm 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 excited that they're returning not only from myself as a customer. It's like oh. This is this is Epcot again but also maybe more importantly for those cast members who did lose their job when the pandemic hit so uh I'm glad we're getting back to uh normal very slowly but uh but also uh wash your hands and uh get the jab so we can get fully back to normal and speaking of those cast members uh this is kind of an update on a story we did last week uh we uh, we gave a good job, Disney, with no question mark in this instance, uh, for cast compliments. Uh, you used to do it all on social media, hit up a uh, I believe it was WD, uh, WDW Today, and then hashtag cast compliment, and they would pass it along and you know uh, broadcast it out for the world to see. But uh, that has been moved to the My Disney Experience app. But you can't name cast members in your cast compliment, which kind of seems counterproductive, but that's just me.
1: Yeah, so basically what you can do is it asks you where, essentially, the location in which you are at, Mm -hmm. but not very specific type. I just, it's a good thought, but if you can't be specific and really give the person the compliment that they deserve, how
0: how Yeah, I mean, it it really almost turns it into more of a uh, participation trophy. Everybody who's working in that one area gets the cast compliment as opposed to like Jeff from Sarasota specifically because Jeff went above and beyond and gave you that uh, Disney magic. I'm I'm really hoping that uh, Disney will do an update and make it to where you can name specific cast members for their cast compliment. Because, I mean, we've talked about this before. The cast members bring the magic. The cast members create that magic. I mean, Disney is is awesome uh, in and of itself, but what puts it over the top is the top service, cast members, and their customer service. So I really do hope there is some way to highlight and specify Jeff from Sarasota really brought it today, and and he made my trip that much better. Shout out to Jeff from Sarasota, by the
1: way. (laughs) Shout out to to Jeff. They give you... They have, like, already predetermined reasons. Um, They vary, and they're all kind of more or less the typical things that you would want to thank a cast member for. And then it has location where you pick the park, and then you can pick the section of the park, and then you can pick, essentially, the overall uh, department, for a lack of word. Mm -hmm. So attractions, dining, shops, custodial entertainment. But that's about it. So Disney, how you you're gonna celebrate fifty years and and thank the cast members, but you ain't gonna let us thank them individually, personally? That's all
0: I got to say on that. Yeah, <clears throat> kind, kind of a uh, questionable decision. I I on the one hand, I do applaud Disney making it easier to give cast compliments, but at the same time. I don't understand why you can't thank cast members individually. Maybe, maybe there's some privacy issue, but but it really shouldn't be an issue to give an option to you know name of cast member J E F F. Just it's it, it or it's like simple
1: or an other or a note section just so in case you you know and just. So you can type something in. hmm Maybe they maybe they don't really want you to type anything in. But I mean you really narrow it down by the location. But what if there's like, you know, a bajillion people and really only one of them made your day, not the bajillion.
0: Mm-hmm. What? Which I mean that that'd be that kind of say. a bummer if only uh, you're walking away and one cast member um, made it made it a positive. But another thing that I kinda kinda makes me raise an eyebrow is the preset reasons uh like, for example, caring for my individual needs, celebrating a milestone with us. Like, I, I I guess I get why they're doing it, but not everything is going to fit into these boxes. So you're going to have to, I guess, be like, well, I mean, Jeff did this, but it kind of applies. So I, I don't know. I again, I like the fact that they're making it easier to give their cast members the recognition that they deserve. But at the same time. I don't know if this is necessarily the way to go about it, but what do I know? I don't. I don't run a uh, an amusement park, so.
1: I will say I'm glad it's all in one app, and I don't have to tweet ten thousand things. <laughs> However, the <laughs> tweeting one thousand things is, um, you know, at least you could give a name. I don't know. I'm I'm yeah. really I'm really bummed about the name situation.
0: I'm I'm hoping <sighs> that, that, that people will make enough noise that Disney will be like, okay, we we need to fix this. I don't know if they will, that's just me hoping.
1: Well, here's to hoping.
0: Yep. And You know then, what? You don't have to hope about What's that? Madam Pagoda. Yeah. Look at that. Segway queen over learned. there.
1: I try. I really learned <laughs> learned from the best here. <laughs> so new at Magic Kingdom is the Madam Pagoda Magic Shop. Shot, shop, shot. shot I don't know what it's anymore shot, today. Shot. Exactly. That's where I was at. <laughs> Celebrates the Muppets Haunted Mansion at Magic Kingdom. Available now through October 31st during daylight hours. You can get uh, Madame Pagoda whispering in your ear.
0: Yeah. That's super, uh, super excited that we're getting some. Uh more representation of the Muppets in the park, giving a uh, special spotlight on the Muppets Haunted Mansion now available on Disney+. Plus. It's a fun special and it's something that's going to make its rotation into my Halloween watching every year. And uh, I really hope that there's more Muppet stuff uh, coming uh, in the future, like, like Muppets uh, Jungle Cruise. That sounds awesome.
1: You know what I think they should do, which I've said this before, and I think other people in our in our little fam have said it, but Disneyland has Nightmare Before Christmas overlay for Haunted Mansion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They, they could do a Muppets overlay of Haunted Mansion.
0: That would be fun. I would prefer that way more to to uh, Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: I mean, then you have a reason to go to both parts or both, you know, coasts. I'm just saying it's a great money-making opportunity, Disney. If you were actually listening to this and cared about what we had to say.
0: Well, Disney doesn't care about what we have to say, but they care about money. So, uh, if there's money to be made, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll see that in the future. Uh, though I've always heard. That uh, Disneyland is more for the locals in California, so they don't mind doing uh, the over- seasonal overlays and stuff like that. Where Walt Disney World is more of a destination, people travel from all over the world to come to the Walt Disney World Resort. And what if this is the only time that, you know, a family from England is getting over to Walt Disney and their one time they don't get to? experienced the true haunted mansion that's what i've always heard which i mean i understand but at the same time disney's done stuff i mean i mean look at the much beloved cake castle everybody loved that everybody loved that did they though no, they 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 really didn't. By the way, the uh, I thought it was cute. It was oh it was it was it was it was fun. It was whimsical, but 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 people did not really like the cake castle. Uh, the Madame Pigoda uh, magic shot is available through October thirty first, and like Steffur said, it's during daylight hours. So I am very happy that uh, when when I'm down there, I can get my picture with uh, the floating Madame Pigoda. Uh,
1: oh, you can. Uh-huh, You'll yeah. be there.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, so everybody be jealous of me. Uh, but uh, that's I'm not jealous. the that's not the only special photo pass or magic shot that is coming to life for the 50th anniversary. There's several spread out throughout the parks. They announced this week that stuff like uh, the uh, confetti magic shot and the balloons with the iridescent balloons uh, will be available in the Magic Kingdom, as well as iridescent borders, uh, which kind of puts uh, a pink hue-ish glow at the quarters of your magic shot. Also, uh, stuff for the uh, magic shots featuring the castle lit up, uh, the good old Epcot ball, Tree of Life, and then uh, the the Hollywood Tower Hotel in uh, Hollywood Studios as well, uh, all lit up uh, f- during the nighttime. Those uh, those will be available for the uh, icons of each of the four parks, as well as uh, Remy getting his own. Uh, shot in Epcot in the France Pavilion. So I'm, it is a pass holder and for now it's included in my annual pass. Uh, I look forward to getting all of these shots and adding them to the collection as well.
1: I'm looking forward to sharing my photo pass photos with you in December because your pass <laughs> will still be good and yep. downloading
0: those photos. There you go. Yep. Just another reason you need to be friends with an uh, annual pass holder uh, while it's still included because after I have to re-up and get the uh, mini mouse magical tier thing, whatever the, the, the tiers are at this point, that is now Sorcerer all over. Mickey. Yeah. Mickey? No, yeah. That thing. What was the
1: top one? What was the one that we could get? Incredipass.
0: pass God, Incredipass. That's, that's such a bad I, name. That's such a bad remember.
1: name. <laughs> <laughs> El, also, they <laughs> have given you, since Pass isn't included in all your passes, you can still get the complimentary desktop and mobile device wallpapers from the Disney PhotoPass galleries featuring each of the four theme park icons dazzling as beacons of magic. Yeah. You can download those. They're actually really nice. Mm-hmm. And if you have a nice, crisp Phone display, which all of y'all, I know, I know y'all people got some nice phones. (laughs) Just saying it looks pretty nice. So I would go do that as well. Like we said, celebrations for 18 months. I'm sure Disney has a lot more in store. Mm -hmm. I do think that meet and greets will potentially be on Genie Plus. That's my speculation. I'm putting that out in the ether When when they can make it, you know, a thing, like a real thing.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I I I I do want to give give uh, give us uh, some credit and pat ourselves on the back on the uh, morning monorail when we uh, what me you and Jay wildly speculated on what Genie Plus was going to be, we pretty much nailed it. So uh, let's let's go ahead and say that's going to happen uh, because we are uh, geniuses. So uh, look forward to character meet and greets being added to Genie Plus in the future. Uh, I'm 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 really excited to get these. Uh, magic shots, so to speak, while I'm down in the Magic Kingdom, which, by the way, I'm totally going to be this week. By the way, no show next week because uh, I'm on vacation. So uh, uh, enjoy this uh, and maybe listen to it twice so uh, so you can get your DAWs fill. Um, Steffers, uh, do you have any particular magic shots that, uh, that that you're like, dang, that was a really cool shot?
1: The Okay, so the Beacons of Magic I'm absolutely in love with, mm-hmm. but... My favorite is actually the Epcot ball.
0: Yeah, yeah. it
1: looks absolutely amazing, and I really want to get that little shot with a little glow ball.
0: Ooh. I mean, yeah, I, that's I the, did
1: like a whole hand gesture for everyone.
0: They 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 can't see it. It's an audio podcast. I understand. But but yeah, Ooh. the uh, the Epcot ball lit up is I, if mm, that is mm. one thing I'm looking forward to the most when I'm when I'm down in. Orlando is going to see the Epcot ball lit up with my own eyes because I mean it looks amazing online, but I have it's one of those things. It's gonna be like pictures didn't do it justice.
1: Yep, a hundred percent. And the confetti is cute, but I don't know if I'm gonna look cute doing all that.
0: Yeah, like blowing the
1: the confetti. I like the. I don't think I'll look cute doing that. But.
0: in all honesty, I don't know if anybody's going to really look cute with 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 a picture of, of pursed lips or whatever. And and the the iridescent balloons, that's that's cool, but but it kind of strikes me of a problem that Magic Shots in the past have had. You look really weird, like totally unnaturally posed. There's a there's a shot of me um, they imposed a uh, a minnie mouse next to me in front of uh spaceship earth and i'm standing there with my hands on my hips like i'm some really bad cartoon character i mean it's a cool shot but every time i look at it it's kind of cringe and the iridescent balloon kind of gives that same vibe it's like one hand on the hip the other hand like you're holding a bunch of balloons it looks really unnatural. I would
1: like I would like stand and and like I'm falling toward where the balloons are. I feel like that would be more <laughs> quote unquote natural, maybe because i am probably more prone to falling than I am like
0: putting my hand on my hip. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. Anytime yes. anytime you have to put your hands on your hips, it's like it, it, it just looks weird. Just mm-hmm. me though. There uh I uh I'm curious uh on the boobash because during uh not so scary they would have special uh, limited edition photo pass shots. Like, for example, you can get your picture with the headless horseman out in front of the Magic Kingdom, or you can be holding a flaming pumpkin in front of the castle. I'm curious if there's going to be anything like that for the Boobash. I guess I'll find out I when. They haven't announced it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the fact that they haven't announced it, I feel like it would have come out by now because Boobash has been going on for a hot minute. I feel
1: like they might have a headless. Horseman thing was that a dream? That might have been a dream.
0: Now, he- headless horseman was definitely a uh, photo opportunity during uh, not so scary in years past.
1: I'm consulting the interwebs. <laughs> photo pass magic shots available during Boo Bash. All right, here we are. We got uh, the book from uh, Hocus Pocus. Okay, what is it called? You a can do that where like the pupkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the the pumpkins are, the little it frames the castle really well. You can do that. You can. There's a flaming pumpkin. Nice. Or I guess it's the headless horseman. Yeah, something like that. And then there's a headless horseman, hitchhiking ghosts.
0: Oh, nice. And
1: a maleficent border type thing. The maleficent border looks a little not realistic. But, um, yeah, it looks like you got some magic shots here. You got got a a decent amount to choose from. I'm not sure where all of these are located. It looks like some are in Adventureland. Most are in front of the castle.
0: I would imagine the hitchhiking ghost is uh, either in front of or near the Haunted Mansion, because I know in years past, there was a uh, hatbox ghost uh, photo opportunity, uh, and that was just down from the Haunted Mansion.
1: Yep, it looks it looks like that's where that is, and the other ones, yeah, the other ones are by the beginning of the park. So, you do have some options. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it. I'm actually going to have one of my friends on my show uh, talk about her experience, but that'll be in a couple weeks, so.
0: Oh, very cool. Well, uh, I will be able to report back as uh, me and the Madre, the Lotus, uh, my mom, will be experiencing uh the boobash on the 19th of uh this month and then waking up to catch a flight the very next morning so we are going to be some tired puppies i'm already exhausted if we're being completely honest
1: i'm exhausted for you i hope you're doing your your stretches and some training before you uh
0: stretches yes training no so uh, no, no. I take mm. that back. I've been doing bicep curls as I as I lift a can of beer to my to my lips and then put it down.
1: I I don't I don't think that counts. So we're gonna say no training. <laughs> Good job, Landon.
0: Yeah, yeah. Disney is one of those things. It's like you kind of need to prepare your body. Had to be a better way to phrase that. Before you go, uh, otherwise you're going to end up paying for it, and uh, I've definitely paid for it in the past, and uh, I've yet to learn that. So, but we do have a couple uh, built-in rest days just to kind of mess around, hang out at the resort, maybe do some uh, resort hopping, and then uh, go enjoy uh, Disney Springs. So it's uh, it's going to be a busy trip, but it's not going to be a, hopefully a busy trip where your body shuts down midway through. So.
1: Uh, my suggestion is bring a bunch of band-aids, bring these little muscle patches. I'll tell you the name of it, and I'll show you the thing so that you can put them, you know. And then bring uh, ibuprofen or Tylenol or Advil, whichever drug of choice that you prefer.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna be bringing my medicinal meth. That's that's the drug that I prefer.
1: This is a family show. Is it? I should be. Uh, he said medicine is what he said. Just it's he said medicine,
0: yeah. I said it was medicinal, it's fine.
1: Yeah, okay. I got a prescription from
0: a dude in an alley, so so it's uh, it's legit.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> what I gotta say. Beacons of magic, everyone, go. Check it out. Tag us in your photos if you have seen any of these magic shots. Or if you've done Boobash and you've done the magic shots at Boobash, tag Landon so he can prep himself. Well, you can tag me, too. But so they can prep yourselves for this adventure. You're going to Animal Kingdom this time, too?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm hitting up all four parts.
1: Oh, yes. You must uh, see the Tree of Life for me and tell it hello.
0: I Premier will do. Mm-hmm. I will definitely pass that along. I guess I could break down my itinerary and the plans. Uh, me and uh, you might as well. Me and the madre. We get to Orlando on Wednesday the thirteenth. Then the next day we are going to Epcot on that Thursday. Friday we are in Animal Kingdom. That Saturday we're in Magic Kingdom. Rest day on. Uh, sunday and then monday we are hitting up uh, hollywood studio and then tuesday is our boobash day so we're going to take it easy get to the magic kingdom uh, whenever the passes allow i, I believe it's what 5 p.m something like four,
1: that? four or five I yeah think. yeah s- oh, unless it's seven this year i
0: don't know well, well, regardless, Where? yeah, we'll we'll get to the Magic Kingdom later in the day when our uh, passes allow. Because I am a pass holder, so in theory, if I wanted to go to a park every day, I could I could try and book a uh, park reservation. But my mom only has the four individual park passes, so uh, you know, uh, choices uh, will be uh, limited in that aspect. But uh, yeah, we close out our trip with the boobash on Tuesday night, and then get up really, really, really early to head to MCO and fly back on Wednesday.
1: Wow. That's a lot for you to do in a small amount of time, and then you'll be back in two short months.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I keep forgetting that I am going back in December for uh, somebody's wedding. Who is it?
1: Mm, I couldn't tell you. Some old
0: broad. They get Skipper Bob. <laughs> Skipper Bob's wedding.
1: Okay. Skipper Bob is not an old broad, so don't <laughs> put that in the ether. yay, <laughs> yay, yay, yay. But, yeah, well, we're checking along here if anyone uh, has a reservation for space 220 please share that good luck with us uh-huh it's, yeah uh,
0: because i i have yet to see one in the wild i kind of believe it, it, it's a mythical unicorn they don't actually exist
1: i haven't seen it oh well i saw on an ogas and i missed the ogas and i haven't seen a space 220 so if someone for the love of cheese would like to help a girl out please just let me go to there. It's By fine. the way, uh, thank, kind of uh, thank,
0: thank you to all the listeners that reached out and tried to uh, offer their help and services, getting me some uh, dining reservations for my upcoming trip. I really appreciate the uh, the offer to help. That's uh, cool of y'all.
1: Wow. We have some cool friends here on the, on the Dawes shows of things. Mama Melrose, what's up with that? Is Mama Melrose just not a popular option? Because that's the only reservation I see that's available. I quit
0: no, no, there's always a reservation for Olivia's Cafe. And whenever I'm looking for an Oga's, it's like, oh, there's an, oh, it's just Olivia's. Like, me and Frank were talking in the past. Unbelievable. I will never eat at Olivia's Cafe because it's not Oga's. And I always think, oh, crap, I got an oat. Wait, no, no, that's just... Olivia's Cafe. So, uh, so if you've ever been to Mama Melrose, Terrible. or 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 you wanted to defend uh, Olivia's Cafe, uh, hit us up on the Twitter at Does, Does uh, Steffers, where can the lovely listeners find you and your podcasts?
1: I really need to come up with a jingle so I can like be on be on par with you. But for now, we're just gonna say them. On Instagram, I am Adventures with Stuffers. On Twitter, I am AsianZing95. Don't ask me why they don't match. Uh, Twitter doesn't allow me (laughs) to have a long name like that. If you would like to read things that I write or want to listen to my podcast, The Adventures with Suffers Podcast, you can head to adventureswithsteffers.com and it has all the links and all the players and all the clicky things. So you should do that because uh, I'm pretty awesome and I write decent things nowadays.
0: You are pretty awesome, and I am a fan of your podcast, Stephers. So uh, go give Steffers a you. listen and a follow on the Insta and the Twitter. Because of the two of us, only one of us is really on Instagram. Correct, it's me. Mm-hmm. Even though I do have an Instagram for the show, it's at Disney. That's where I generally post a lot of, if not all of the pictures I take when I'm, uh, you know, in Disney World, so uh, be sure and give the Insta a follow because that will probably be active this week. I say probably because I make no promises on that. L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon don't. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me on Twitter, 280 characters at a time. Uh, I also appear on the Phil Show, News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6-10 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at NewsTalk987.com, also available in the iHeartRadio app in the Newstalk Nine eight seven app as well, but uh, yeah, like I said, I'll I'll only be on Monday and Tuesday this week because I am going to the most magical place on earth, and I finally, finally, finally get to pay off my mom's Christmas gift from twenty nineteen. Thank you, COVID. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah, gonna be having fun. Uh, um, but you know, it's all about the madre for the next week. But uh, follow me on the socials. I will be active uh, uh, posting stuff and. Uh, That I'm doing in the park. And uh, who knows if you are a local to the Orlando, Florida area, holler at me. Maybe we can meet up and uh, you can buy me a beer at a Nomad Lounge because I'm cool like that. And I'll let you. Dim ribs. Oh, dim ribs. I'm so excited. I get to introduce my mom to dim ribs.
1: I'll be jealous from afar. It's fine.
0: Yeah. On our Animal Kingdom Day, we got a uh, lunch at Yak and Yeti. And then uh, we close out the night with a uh, Steakhouse 71 reservation.
1: Oh, I'm so torn. I don't know if I should try Steakhouse 71 for lunch or if I should do Hollywood Brown Derby for lunch or what to do. So if anyone has suggestions that I've eaten at both, you can holla at your girl. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. What you think?
0: Let Steffers know because uh, I too am going to uh, be able to check off the uh, Brown Derby when I go to Hollywood Studio. Uh, First time I've ever been, I hear it's uh, pretty good. So uh, I will report back on uh, the next episode of does does disney which by the way we're, we're taking we're taking a week off so so it'll be in two weeks you can hear my report on that uh famous cob salad i hear so much about
1: oh there's the famous co- i don't hear anything except that you should try the brown derby so i am excited to hear that you're excited to hear that you're eating at brown derby so
0: go team yeah go team go team venture go team us and uh go vols i suppose um uh, but yeah, Steffers, that, that feels like an episode. Anything uh, on the way out the door?
1: Um, while Landon is gone, feel free to tune into my podcast. It comes out on Wednesdays, <laughs> and uh, I'll tide you over until then. However, it probably won't be Disney-related. Some of it is, some of it's not. You You just have to tune in to find out.
0: Go team. Yeah, go team. I thought I muted that. I apologize. Uh so for steppers. My name is Landon Doan. Uh thank a cast member. Especially right now. Uh be decent to each other. You don't know what the other person's going through, and it costs you nothing to be nice. Uh, my name is Landon Doan. Thank you for listening to another episode of does Does Disney. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Hope hopefully you come back. But if not, have a great week. Woo! <laughs> what was that?
1: What you mean? Like the rapper.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. I'm I'm uh, not hip and cool and pop and fresh as the oh. kids say.
1: Oh, yes. Well, you have to pop lock and drop it. To drop it like it's hot.
0: Word. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and Love of the Mouse Multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon to be beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney? That was them. The classic Morning Monorail logo and all its variants. That was Love of the Mouse, too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia We'll <laughs>